Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yo! You big down a bastard! Where'd you get your treat? Jesus Christ! One gather this is the dave duke podcast we're back baby god even knows what episode of this is of the dave duke podcast i believe it is episode 20 and after a hiatus of a few weeks here we are again let's get tucked into bovril and vegetable soup as winter is coming Yes, the summer is over. Let it go. It's been a shit one. Weather-wise, think of what an amazing summer or how much more could have been enhanced if we had three or four weeks of excellent weather with barbecues and skinny dipping and midweek drinking. But for me, none of that happened. I've felt shit for the last two months and the weather has been shit too. But I hope it's been a lot more positive for you. Maybe you went on holidays. Maybe you went to Cancun in Mexico or Medjugorje in France. Is that where Medjugorje is? Fact check on that, please. Lourdes? No, Lourdes is in France. Is Medjugorje in Spain? Hey, Alexa, where the fuck is Medjugorje? I don't want to go anyways. So, hi, I'm Dave Duke. This is what I believe to be episode 20 of the Dave Duke podcast. And in the last episode, I absolutely depressed the whole of you by telling you how ill I was and how unwell I felt and how shit I am, and my whole medical history, misery, misery, misery. It was misery all the way. Misery from A to Z, and not a chink of light. I was feeling very sorry for myself. If I'm honest with you, I've been borderline depressed for the last couple of months. I've felt so fucking shit. Burnt out, sad, no motivation, trying to work and work and work. I had to work doubly hard for half the productivity. Do you ever have one of those days? Everything comes to you. You get it right. You clear all your paperwork and the calls and emails and whatever you have to do, it's done. It's out of the way. Great job. 
feels like a breeze. And then on another day, you could have the exact same tasks, the exact same workload, but the flow isn't there. It just doesn't happen. I've had over two months of just it's not happening. It's just not happening. I've done some amazing things and gigs and achievements. Yada, yada, yada. It hasn't been happening. So I will recap you on what I promised I would do in the last episode till now. But let's take a journey from where we were to where I went to what's been happening. So the August bank holiday weekend spent it in a place called Downings in Donegal. It is one of my favourite places in the world. And people ask me why. Number one, it has to be the people, how friendly they are, how receptive they are, how welcoming they were to me when I started gigging there. And when I showed them a bit of love, they showed much love back to me. So I've had this really lovely relationship with Downings over the years. Had a house rented and me me and a few of the lads from iRadio and from home went and had a bloody good time. And I done two of the best gigs I ever done this year in all the years, Saturday and Sunday in rammed nightclubs. Same nightclub, but they were rammed both the nights. And people were that desperate to get into the nightclub that they were climbing the railings of the smoking area. So many people saw that they got grease to try and stop people climbing the railings. They greased up the bars like monkeys. They climbed them and got into the nightclub. Just pure chaotic fucking energy. Chaos. I thrive in it. It is probably when I am at my happiest, when I'm prepared, when I have a drink in my hand, and there's utter chaos around me. I enjoy that. I did have the protective barrier of a DJ box, though. So shout out to the people of Downings. So remember in the last podcast, if you listened to it, recap, I was complaining about how sick I was and I needed a break and needed some downtime and I was going to be off for the week and I was taking a few weeks off the podcast. So that was that week into Downings, Monday, violently ill. Violently. The illest I've been all year was post me talking about being ill for the past fucking how long knows. So the Monday after Downings, uh, August Bank Holiday weekend, I nearly died. I got into a fit of vomiting that left me on the floor at one point, unable to lift my head, otherwise I was going to pass out. So Monday was that. Tuesday was spent entirely in bed, hardly able to move with my ribs that sore from getting sick. Wednesday, check out of the house, make it home to Leitrim. Thursday, coming right again, a little bit. Friday, straight into a gig, which was almost a disaster because I turned up at this underage gig. I told them that I needed a PA, basically speakers and lights, and they had forgot. So I turned up to a teenage gig with my decks and no speakers whatsoever. Not even a JBL Bluetooth speaker. Zero. Luckily, there was a guy on hand. He was able to sort me out, but a lot of panic and a lot of stress. Saturday, had another gig. Wasn't a fucking good one at all. 100 people. Thank you to those who showed up, but it was a bit of a fucking shit show. Bit of a disappointment, but that's the way nightclubs are, unfortunately, going at the moment. It is 
so difficult to get people into them and that could be an episode further down the line about the state of the Irish nightclub, what needs to be done, what could be done, is there anything to be done and potentially your opinion on it. When is the last time you've been in a nightclub? Answers on a postcard, please. So that was my week done and dusted off the radio, back on air on that Monday, last Monday, and I took a bit of a, a cold. <laughs> so literally since we spoke last, I had one day of normality. It was the Saturday, uh, two Saturdays ago, and I felt good for half the day, and then it went downhill again. And I've been dealing with the repercussions of that, and last night I took Epitex. It's lovely, tasty stuff to shift mucus off your chest. I took it a little bit too late before going to bed, and I almost fucking died. Da 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 died as I took into a fit of coughing. And if you go to Instagram at this is I radio, you will actually no. Where will I put this? I feel we need a private link for stuff for the podcast people. Actually, you know what? I will put the photo. You've already seen the photo. It has only occurred to me now that I can make the photo of this podcast the photo I'm talking about. That's what I look like after an awful fit of coughing. I couldn't stop. It went on for about 45 minutes and eventually my throat was like, we've given them enough lads, let them go. Let them off the rope. Ayo. Ayo. Got some Manuka honey into me and went back to sleep. Woke up then this morning and was nominated for an Imro Radio Award. Fucking A1, mate. That's actually the category number. A1. Music show of the year. Basically, it's general music program, so there's loads of categories. Seven Fanul nominated for the third year in a row. I don't know. Has it been done much before Dermot and Dave were there? Of course they are, even though Dermot has now retired to go focus on meditation full-time. What I'm trying to say is that it's no small deal. I'm very proud of it. We won the award last year. We came second two years ago. What will we do this year? Win or lose, we're on the booze. So that is you almost completely up to date with the last few weeks. But I haven't told you about my doctor visit. Doctor, doctor, it's Dave Duke. Please look at me. Don't make me puke. I promised you and I promised myself that I would go to a doctor and be looked at, and be checked out. And that turned out to be last Wednesday, on the day that we were informed that Bauer Media have bought iRadio. Both of these things happened on the same morning. It was a weird one. I, for reasons that I can't even tell you about, other than courtesy and confidentiality, and just being a sound lad, I won't be talking about iRadio being bought by another company because there are still things to be ironed out. It's not finalised and it's fair on nobody nor on my colleagues to talk about my thoughts on that. So yes, I am noting that that has happened, but I cannot speak with you about that. Other than telling you this was going on while I was in a doctor's surgery going to be looked at and be checked at. 
And I went into my doctor. He was my childhood doctor. And he asked, what can I do for you? And I just started telling him how shit I have felt for the last two months. From feeling burnt out to fatigued to a twitch in my eye to feeling not hopeless but uninterested in stuff. I just told him that I was being battered from pillar to post, day to day, tonight, tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow, and just filing fucking shit. And he told me that, you know what? There's probably nothing wrong with you. You're probably just in a bad run of it. Ah, come on, doctor. This is costing me money. Don't be telling me stuff that I already told myself many times over that I'm just going through a bad run of it. Take those bloods and let's find out. But what my what my doctor was telling me was that from his experience and from what they've seen in the doctor's surgery is that people are just getting a lot sicker a lot more often since COVID because our immune systems and we are away from people away from people for so long. But how did this not happen last year and it's happening this year is a question that still has not been answered. But he was giving me some anecdotal figures that when the initial lockdowns came in in 2020, that their doctor's surgery, their practice, had never been quieter. They were all sitting around in their own individual rooms, twiddling their fucking thumbs, because nobody was coming near them. Chest infections, flus, colds, viruses, transmitted infections, essentially were eradicated, eliminated. Nobody was getting them because nobody was fucking near anybody else. So they were there going, dee 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 do Is anybody going to ring us at all? Now, I'm not stupid, nor is the doctor. Of course, there are non-transmitted diseases, long-term diseases, um, cancer, MS, etc. I'm no medical doctor. But you know what I mean. These things, unfortunately, were also undiagnosed. But he said colds and flus and stuff that we would have built up an immunity to and be used to all the time. We'd lost all that and now we're relearning again. The healthiest I ever was, was from mid-2020 when I started eating a little bit right and walking and exercising. I was healthy from like mid-2020 all the way till I got covid at the start of 2022. And since then, it has been an, uh, an uphill struggle to maintain healthiness. 2022 was grand. Got the COVID. Got over it. Got a chest infection. It was worse than COVID. Had a couple of other ailments. Christmas was fucking shit. But this year has been worse again. So I was telling all the doctor this and he was reassuring me. Sure, we'll do your blood pressure there. And that joke that goes on your arm and starts squeezing. That was the first almost panic attack that I had to deal with. Squeezy, squeezy. Oh, let's take your blood pressure. Fuck off! Is there no easier way of taking my blood pressure than squeezing my arm in this artificial... Ah, that's okay. Your blood pressure is sound. It's like, well, thank God for that. I don't know how because I'm absolutely stressed out of my mind with this thing now. So that's good. And then the blood's... Couldn't find the vein. And he was rubbing my left arm where your veins are and the joint of your of your elbow, but this side of the elbow, not your elbow side, 
I'd be getting really worried if my general practitioner, my doctor, was trying to get blood out of the vein in my elbow. And he was charming them up like a snake. He was rubbing them with two arm hands or two fingers. Get those. And I was squeezing my hand, trying to get the blood pumping that it'd be easier to get out. I don't like needles. He'd done the worst thing he possibly could have done. For anyone else, this probably worked, but for me, he'd done a countdown. Three, two, one. The pain wasn't it. It was just knowing that there was blood coming out of me and there was a needle in my arm and it was being extracted. I had to fight so hard not to pass out. I fought and fought and fought with my body not to pass out. Every gigabyte of my brain was shouting let's go sleepy time sleepy time there's a needle in her arm let's go fucking sleepy time but I tapped it out I tapped it out when I am very close to a panic attack which thankfully isn't as often as I might perceive from being open and honest about my mental health on this podcast I tap it out and I fucking tapped out tap 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 got over it he took the vials of blood, labelled them, and asked me other supplementary questions when I was in the doctors. Are you at a heightened risk of HIV or AIDS? No doctor. When I told him about my anxiety and what I do as a DJ, he was like, do you take recreational drugs? I was like, I do not. I know that alcohol is a drug, and I drink probably a little bit more than the healthy people in high offices would recommend and put on alcohol packaging but apart from that I do not take recreational drugs although I talk about cocaine loosely as a funny bit I do not sniff the Colombian marching powder because I'd be afraid that my heart wouldn't take it and I'd die I can't drink Red Bull nor Monster because lying in bed with a my heart beating out of my chest. What would I be like on cocaine? <laughs> Not good. I wasn't as animated with him. I just says, no, I don't take it. And then he was like, you know, anxiety and the ups and downs. I was like, no need for the lecture about cocaine here or ecstasy or mushrooms or whatever. Don't do the drugs, doctor. Leave it. So a couple of minutes have passed since I've got the bloods out. And at this point, I'm sitting on a chair beside the doctor and he says, you know what, I'm actually going to get you to lie down for a couple of minutes. (laughs) I must have been as white as Casper the Ghost, as white as the Ku Klux Klan that he asked me to lie down. And I did, and we chatted some more, and he just tried to reassure me. You're probably going through the worst of it. There's probably nothing wrong with you per se. Medically, you're just burnt to a crisp with all these viruses getting at you. He didn't even say, you know, take it easy or rest yourself or more fluids. He was just like, you're probably going through a shit time of it with illnesses and ailments and picking it up. You'll be sound. And as I was leaving, he said, three things are going to happen. Number one, I'm going to text you about your bloods and say everything is clear. Number two, don't worry if you get an appointment that you need to reschedule to see me. That's probably something minor, perhaps uh, unusual 
thyroid activity. It's not major. And the third thing he said could happen is I'll ring you. And if I ring you, then it's something serious. You know, I'm not going to text you that you have cancer. I'll ring you. <laughs> His words, not fucking mine. And he kind of chuckled going out the door now. And, ah, my phone better not fucking ring because I don't like private numbers anyways. <laughs> Off I went and waited for my results. Which were... Adequate. Everything's all right with my bloods. I'll read you the text I got. It's quite funny. David, your recent blood results are satisfactory. No further action by you is needed. Thursday at five past three. Five past five. And who says the Health Service of Ireland isn't efficient, huh? Wednesday morning, nine o'clock, blood's done. Five o'clock of a Thursday. You're fucking sound, Dave. So what do I do with that information? I don't know. I'm a bit relieved. My blood pressure's sound, my bloods are sound. Here was me thinking there was something phenomenally wrong with me. I was that sick for so long. But it turns out I'm just going through a bad fucking patch. And I hope I'm out on the other side. As I was chatting someone today, I feel I feel better today. I feel as good today as I have felt for the last two months. And there's a lot to be said for that. Your health truly is your your wealth. Like you don't realise how appreciative you should be of being sound and healthy until you're sick. And then you're like, oh, all I can think of is all the other times I felt wonderful and energetic and great. But sometimes you need to be in the absolute doldrums of depression and self-pity and loathing to appreciate the good times. So currently, health updates on this podcast, episode 20 of the Dave Duke podcast, is that I am still dealing with the after effects of a bit of a head cold that travelled down into my chest. But overall, energy levels are well up. My mood is well up. My drinking is well down. My recreational cigarettes are well down. Let's see if we can keep this going. I'm going to join the gym. I'm not going to say I'm going to learn swimming this year, but it is on my bucket list of activities that I probably should do because it would be nice to learn how to swim that when I go on a holiday, I'll be actually be able to get into a swimming pool and have a feckin' swim. I'm going to focus a little bit more on myself. I'm drinking kefir. I'm drinking kefir every day. My mother was like, you should drink some kefir. I was like, I will drink kefir, mother. I love you, mom. I will drink kefir. I mightn't have listened to all the things you've told me to do, but kefir I will. And if you don't know what kefir is, it's a fermented milk drink similar to a thin yogurt or Ariane that is made from kefir grains. Apparently it's good for your gut. And you can get a mango-flavoured one that doesn't taste like horse semen. It's actually actually quite tasty. So that's where we're at. But the good news is, is that I'm fit. Er, I'm raring to go. I'm exploring the idea and thoughts of getting guests for this podcast.
nice conversations with interesting people about interesting subjects. It's almost time for the next phase of the Dave Duke podcast. That's not what it's going to fully become, but it's going to become an integral part, potentially, of the Dave Duke podcast. So exciting times are ahead and going to a lecture picnic and Alan Clark's big news coming soon podcast night in Castle Bar. Going to be somewhat involved in that and can't wait to meet some of the people that he has lined up and his adoring fans. Hopefully I'll get to mingle and meet with loads of people in Castle Bar in September. Exciting times. With that being said, let's get to today's gospel according to the Dave Juke podcast. Today's gospel is going to be succinct and short and to the point. If you are about to tell someone that they look tired, shut your fucking mouth. If you want to insult someone and make sure that you are remembered for the wrong reasons, tell someone when they feel shit that they look tired or that they don't look well. There's no better way to insult someone then kick them when they're down. I've been told a few times in the last couple of months, Jesus, you look tired. And do you know what that does? It does no fucking good anyways. It made me sad. The saying is one for a reason. People will forget what you said, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And in the case of being told you look tired, I remember fucking both. I remember what you said and I remember how it made me feel. And this is not to be confused with a conversation of going, oh, how are you? How are things? Just, you know what? I'm not great. And the other person says, ah, you know what? I thought that I didn't want to say anything. You know, you look tired. That's different to being met with Jesus you look tired shut your fucking mouth if you've nothing good to say don't say anything at all what have you got out of this I can't wait to kick you when you're down I can't wait till you are in the pits of a hangover stuck to your bed with the creepy crawlies crawling on the ceiling and you twisting and turning in the bed I'll kick down your door and say Jesus you don't look well You look tired. That is the gospel according to Dave Duke. May you go in peace. To love and serve the Lord. It was an abrupt ending to that gospel, wasn't it? Time for questions. Ross asks, One type of potato for the rest of your life? Curse pinks. Easy one. Brian asks, Is there any radio DJ you would compare your style to or aspire to even outside Ireland? I love Greg James on BBC Radio 1. I am a fan of Chris and Kira 
who are no longer a radio duo on the radio together. They were on iRadio and they were on 2FM. They were my inspirations when I was growing up and it was an honour not to take this slot directly after them. They were on 9 to 12 on iRadio and that was my first radio slot. Is there anyone I'd compare myself to? No, but I do have inspirations. There's also Chris Morris, who is a satirist and really funny guy in the 90s on BBC Radio 1 and made some amazing stuff. Dara Quilty is an Irish radio genius. You have to appreciate Dermot and Dave. Um, Dermot now retired from radio for a while. He's concentrating on his meditation business. There's a lot of people I love. I could go around the houses and name loads of names and leave other people off. And But I do not aspire to be anyone else. But I am inspired by other people. People used to say to me, Oh, there's the next Jerry Ryan. I said, no. It's the next Dave joke. Hello, Emer. Emer asks, Looking, Loving the podcast, Dave. Emer, if I could read, that would be a wonderful start. Who are you most looking forward to seeing at Electric Picnic? Good question, Emer. Fred again. Obvious answer. Fred again has had such a major blow up in the past couple of years but I knew who Fred again was before he was cool the first song that I played after we got back into nightclubs after Covid was in that October period where nightclubs and pubs were open for about two weeks the very first song I played after two years of being indoors was Fred again and the blessed Madonna and we lost dancing. So I fucking knew who Fred again was all before all these Instagram hoes. So we were Fred again. Niall Horn, actually, to be honest. I've never seen Niall Horn live. I've met the man. I've spoke to the man a few times. But I've never actually seen him perform. So him, Billy Eilish, going to be class. The Wolf Tones. I think that's going to be a boisterous atmosphere. The Saw Doctors. Maybe a bit of Tom O'Dell. There's a few. And we'll answer one more for today. Are you disappointed you lost the 64 euro? Asks Rijay. Uh, backstory behind this was that I picked Ireland and England out of the office sweepstakes in the Women's World Cup. Ireland went out early. England got all the way to the final. If England won, I won 64 euro. But if England won, England won. And then the English would win. And I was accused of being very anti-English when I shared this predicament that I was in on the radio. But England went on to lose and I was caught shouting, come on England, after after they were 1-0 down to Spain. I'm not completely anti-English. I just love taking the fucking piss out of England. And with that being said, thank you for rejoining the David Duke podcast. Maybe this is your first episode. I'm glad that I am on the mend. I don't take it for granted. I'm being very wary, but we're back, baby. We're, we're, we're exploring different avenues, and we will talk to you ASAP. Take it, Savage. Handy. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.